0: good evening everyone and welcome to this festival this festival of nine lessons and carols our season of anticipation has turned into a season of celebration on this christmas eve very warm welcome if you've traveled near or if you've traveled far to be with us some of you might be familiar with a tradition we have here at ipc to welcome visitors from near and far um is there, are there any far visitors here? I think Chicago is the farthest I've heard so far. Anyone top that? L.A., Singapore, Minneapolis, Australia. Minneapolis. Mi- Minneapolis okay, Australia. Where's our Australia? All right, I think that's pretty much going to do it. Uh, Antarctica, no one from Antarctica, no. Okay, New Zealand. New Zealand there you go. That's uh, one too. So. Welcome again. You'll want to refer to your program or bulletin during the service tonight. It will tell you on which songs you can sing, which songs you just listen to, and also the words for the songs are in this handout here. Also of note is at the end of the service, we'll be singing Silent Night together, and we'll be doing so by candlelight, and hopefully as you came in, you received a little electronic candle. If you don't have one of those, I'm not sure what you should do right now. Does anyone have a solution for that? Yeah. Do your best, okay? And if you really need one, maybe there's one still in the back. I don't know. But in any case, uh, we hope that you find this uh, service an encounter with the living, loving God as revealed in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Stay seated now for our prelude, and then we'll proceed through the service unannounced. The first candle we light, the fourth candle in the advent wreath, represents love. Love is the reason Christmas happens at all. It is because of God's great love that he sent Jesus in the world as the best gift we could ever receive.
1: This next candle we light, the Christ candle, reminds us of the arrival of Christ and his kingdom on that first Christmas Eve. Long ago, the prophet Isaiah foresaw that day. He wrote, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. In a world that often appears very dark to us, we are reminded by this candle to turn our eyes to the light of Jesus.
2: Let us pray. O God, we thank you that have caused this holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light, Jesus Christ, By the power of your Holy Spirit, may we not only see this light, but reflect this light too. Witnessing to the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
0: This service or this festival of lessons and carols dates back more than a hundred years to the early 20th century. And it was founded or begun in Cambridge, England. And it was in King's, uh, the King's College uh, chapel where this is still broadcast today so if you go home later today you can probably still catch the broadcast of this service it's at 3 p.m. Cambridge time uh, this afternoon so one of the prayers from that service is called a bidding prayer and I'm going to lead us in that prayer right now we'll finish together with the Lord's prayer which is printed in your bulletins so please pray with me Beloved in Christ, at this Christmas tide, let it be our care and delight to hear again the message of the angels, and in heart and mind to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, and the babe lying in a manger. Therefore, let us read and mark in Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience unto the glorious redemption brought to us by this holy child. But first, let us pray for the needs of the whole world, for peace on earth, and goodwill among all his people, for unity within the church he came to build, and especially in this, our community. And because this would rejoice his heart, let us remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold and the hungry, and the oppressed, the sick and all those that mourn, the lovely and unloved, the aged and the little children, all those who know not the Lord Jesus, who love him not or by sin have grieved his heart of love. Lastly, let us remember before God all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude which no one can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and in whom the Lord Jesus we are one forevermore. These prayers and praises let us humbly offer to the throne of heaven in the words which Christ himself taught us to say, and we pray together now. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, amen.
3: lesson is taken from Genesis chapter 3 verses 8 to 15 and verses 17 to 19 then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cold of the day and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden but the Lord God called to the man where are you he answered I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me And I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offsprings and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. To Adam he said, From it you came, you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return.
4: lesson today is taken from the book Genesis chapter 22 verses 15 to 18. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me.
5: The third lesson is taken from Isaiah, chapter nine, verses two, and then six through seven. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne, and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it, with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this.
4: lesson comes from the book of Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 to 4 and 6 a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse from his roots a branch will bear fruit the spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. This is the word of the Lord.
6: The fifth lesson comes from Luke chapter one, verses 26 through 35 and 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. This is the word of the Lord.
7: Today's seventh lesson will be read from Luke chapter 2, verses 18 to 16. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were not terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of angels Of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising god and saying glory to god in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests when the angels had left them and gone into heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby whom was lying in the manger. This is the word of the Lord.
8: lesson is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him.
2: The ninth lesson comes from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth.
0: A few summers ago, a few summers ago, my wife Lynn and I traveled to Tokyo to meet up with some Japanese friends we hadn't seen for 25 years. We had become close friends in the early '90s, when we were all living in Germany, but for one reason or another, we just had not managed to get together since then. In any case, when we met up with them in Tokyo, they gave us a DVD a DVD of some videos our friend Waturo had shot during our time together in Germany. Needless to say, it was a lot of fun to watch those old videos. Uh, in addition to the footage of big hair, baggy jeans, and bad sweaters, and in case you're wondering, it was Lynn's big hair, my baggy jeans, and our bad sweaters. Uh, in addition to that footage, there was also footage of a New Year's trip to Istanbul a car tour through Italy, and and a Christmas Eve we spent together at our apartment in Jordanstrasse 15. And it's this footage, this footage of Christmas Eve at our apartment I'd like to tell you about now. As Wataru filmed us celebrating Christmas Eve together in that apartment, he offered a running commentary pointing out the various religious and cultural features of our celebration. The food served, for example. The decorations displayed. His experiences with Christmas up until that point had been quite different. As many of you know, in Japan, Christmas celebrations include sometimes, maybe oftentimes, romantic dinners. And what kind of chicken? Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's very interesting for us Americans, but anyway, uh, neither part of our tradition, neither part of our tradition. In any case, there was one thing, one thing that really struck me about his commentary in that video. And this was his frequent declaration in an awed voice. That this was a holy night, a very holy night, indeed. A holy night, a very holy night, he repeatedly declared as he filmed. And while I'm pretty sure he had little theological understanding of what he was saying, he was in fact absolutely Positively, right on in his assessment. It was indeed a holy night, a very holy night, this night on which Jesus was born. It was the night after all in which heaven and earth were joined together in the birth of a very special baby, Jesus of Nazareth. It was the night in which God above us and God beyond us became God among us and God beside us. It was the night the reality of God so loved the world became visible in the spectacle of a virgin. A virgin giving birth to her firstborn son, wrapping him in claws and laying him in a manger. It was the night that the creator of this universe became the savior of our world. Yes, Wataru couldn't have been more right. It was a holy night, a very holy night indeed. My prayer for all of us on this very holy night is that we recognize what a holy moment it was for God and his love to become human, to become human for us and for our salvation. It's of course wonderful, wonderful for Christmas to be about holiday fun and family and festivities and friends. But hopefully, too, it will be for us a holiday of the holy. One in which we remember and celebrate that the Holy One of God, Jesus Christ, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So in just a moment, we will begin singing Silent Night and you are invited now to, well, not light your candles, switch them on. Receive now the blessing of the Lord. May the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the Magi, the obedience of Joseph and Mary, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas season. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit go with you and remain with you always. Amen. You may be seated.